morning on this Thursday, April 25th, 2019. It's a Friday yet? I'm ready. <laughs> Looking back over uh, messages. I'm getting closer. God, by the power of His Holy Spirit, is allowing me to use the time before work and other times, quiet time, sitting in a vehicle in the parking lot. It's a busy parking lot. People have to go to that gym time. I think it's better to uh, exercise their body out there than exercise their souls and their spirits in Christ Jesus. Oh, man, somebody needed that one. Uh, uh, anyway, back to this. Back on November 12, 2018, I have no idea at this point. Uh, I know I was in, I must have been thinking about marriage and whatnot and looking at the... Uh, how it's been defiled by religion and by the world, more so by the world, obviously. Uh, notice I didn't say it's been defiled by biblical teaching. No, because that's Christ-centered. It's both by religion, though it's not, not all religion is, religion itself is not biblical teaching, per se. I don't want to go deep into that one, but if you all ponder that, you'll know what it means. Um, and I don't know, I put down like a title, I don't know if this is the official title, I don't know what the title is going to be yet, but the question that they, that came to my spirit back then was, spouses withholding sex to gain something from the other spouse, so aka one, um, or more expression, one spouse withholding sex for gain something else and some of the points the verse that came to mind was I'm gonna go ahead and read it out of the ESV was first Corinthians chapter 7 we know that's uh, what's known as the marriage chapter in a lot of churches context is probably initially wrote down starting verse 2 through 5 with the verse that it wants to focus on is 5 <coughs> Do not, excuse me, do not deprive one another except perhaps by agreement for a limited time that you may devote yourselves to prayer, but then come again. King James also says you know, to fasting and prayer, which usually go together because you're not turning on the TV and praying. You're not turning on your worship music and praying. Praying, you're communing with God. You're, you're building your relationship with Almighty God. If you're born again, I, or when we're born again, we've been made right with God. We've been brought back into right relationship with Him. You have relationships with a mother, father, wife, um, husband. You're devoted to them, to knowing about them, to communicating with them. And it's more listening than speaking. You're not going in there, well, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to, we need to shut up and just listen to the other party. Like that was for me, too. Uh, oh, that was more definitely for me. But this verse, wait a minute, I'm sorry, I didn't finish it. But then come together again so that Satan may not tempt you because you lack of self-control. God don't tempt nobody. Um, we're not really supposed to tempt one another. Actually, we don't tempt one another. You know, the tempter is one person only, and that's, uh, Jesus, and that's Satan himself. Um, he 
he's a, he, the temptation is drawing us away from what is right. And the only thing that's right is Jesus Christ. That's of Jesus Christ. The contextual, let me go ahead and just kind of read the whole thing. Now concerning the matters about which you wrote, it is good for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman. It's a talking outside of sex, outside of marriage. If you ain't married, guys, don't touch her. If she says, well, if you love me, we're going to get married anyways. No. If you haven't gone through that marital, now does that mean you got to pay tens of thousands of dollars in, uh, to be married? No, that's not even biblical. If you're wealthy, you're only doing it to show people how wealthy you are. Oh, man, I love my daughter this much. I'm going to pay $20,000 for a wedding out there. Then I'll give you free wine, free beer, you know, uh, as long as you bring gifts to the wedding. No. That's called greed and covetousness. That's another lesson. That ain't for this one. But that needs to be, somebody needed to be pricked in the heart for that one. And when you're pricked in the heart, just repent before God. God's saying, uh, wake up. You're sinning against me. Just repent and confess. And I forgive you. Period. It's simple. Why don't we complicate it? Said, well, we gotta go and do a sacrifice. We gotta go into that little room, dark room, and have somebody on the other side. No. Just get out of your knees before God said, God, I messed up. I'm stupid. I'm a moron. Sorry, that's my favorite word, moron. So, um, I'm calling him a moron because I'm myself. Verse 2, that book, because of the temptation of sexual immorality, and that is a strong draw, let me tell you. Each man should have his own wife, and each woman her own husband. Don't ever say, uh, they, well, men need to be, you know, you know men get tempted, women don't get tempted with sex. That's a lie from the pit of hell. That's a lie from Satan himself. Anybody that uses that lie needs to shut up right there and go back and repent before God. Any woman, even any pastor that says, well, it's men to get tempted for sex. Yeah, right. You're saying women don't get tempted? Satan get behind us is what Jesus would tell them. Because you're not speaking for God. You're speaking for Satan. Stop it. Uh, verse 3. Sorry, I get passionate when uh, people speak for Satan. Not to, you know, spend with Jesus. And they claim to speak for Jesus. Verse 3. The husband should give to his wife her conjugal... What? Conjugal... Uh, C-O-N-J-U-G-A-L Read the verse yourself the, the context is talking about sex That is not saying husbands Give your wife that big house Give your wife that new car Give your wife that 12 children You can apply all you want The verse is clear Stop adding to scripture or Take it away from it Now there is a means when myself, you know, If your wife is hungry I say let's go have sex instead That says no you and her cook dinner together. I said, myself, I'm just using that for an example. Because I like to eat. I like chocolate chip cookies. And likewise, the wife to her husband. The context is sex. To say anything otherwise, you're being stupid. Stop it. And get right before God. Verse 4. For the wife does not have authority over her own body. I kind of like the order of this one, but... It goes both ways. It's equal. But the husband does. Likewise. See, some people would stop there. 
there are some men out there that would stop there and say, see the what what the never thought no 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 read the rest of the verse when I can't stand um, false preachers that only read half a verse because they like it the other half is offensive. Not to read the whole verse. Satan does that. That's what he did with Jesus when he tempted Jesus. I can I I, I still want to ask Jesus when I get there. When I see him, I said, myself, what did you think when you're hungry? You see Satan coming at you saying, oh, man, I got to deal with him, too. <laughs> he already, remember, he's already defeated him. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Thank you. Um, and then, okay, here we are to verse 5. Um, Do not deprive one another except perhaps by agreement for a limited time that you may devote yourselves to prayer. But then come again so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. This is not saying uh, do not deprive one another of sex. Husbands, don't deprive one another so you can go out and make more money. Uh-uh. This is not having to do that. This is well, I have to work three jobs so I can provide a big house for big money. That for those that teach such, teach such, first of all, the love you you're you're showing by your words and your actions that your stronghold is the love of money. And remember, it's the love of money is the root of all evil. By letting Satan tempt you in that way, you're leading many astray. It's the same with what. You know, wife saying, "Well, I got to go take care of the kids first, so I will have to. We'll, we'll find time for sex." No, if the two of you, actually the two of you, should be working together to help the kids. Yes, that means fathers change diapers as well as mothers. That don't mean the father should always do it because the wife's sick. If the wife is sick, yeah, man, they should be helping the two, two cook together. Two of you is cooking a meal together for the kids. The kids are not our rewards per se. They are a blessing. Most of the time. No, yeah, they're always a blessing. Uh, but they are not the first. The kids are not going to be in that house forever. They may have to stay in the house, but eventually they're going to get their own life. Because nowadays, there are too many parents out there that raise the price of the raise the value of the houses, raise their salaries, so their kids will not be able to maintain it down the line. That was the lesson for somebody out there. To say, so well, I raise the house so I can make sure I'm comfortable in my retirement. You also listen to Satan by raising that. You put the bar so high, your kids will never be able to afford that very house when they get out there to work and work. You raise the salary levels so much, your kids will never be able to attain it. Gonna cause destruction. Ooh. Okay, that's the additional message. Let's get back to this message that says, I have been allowed to witness indirectly just, you know, the various bodies of Christ that I've been blessed to worship alongside with. Unfortunately, God has given me eyes to see and hear. Most of it here, indirectly, wasn't even listening to it. But allowed me to see 
wives out there saying, well, honey, you need to go out and work four or five jobs so we can keep this house. So we can, you need to, we need to have, uh, I've heard women say, some were talking to me, some were not. Most were just talking to husbands. You need to be making a hundred thousand dollars a year. You're worth that, so we can maintain this lifestyle. But, however, if the husband is out there working all them jobs, there's no way you're gonna spend enough time when you're coming home. You're sleeping for about an hour or two. There ain't no time for sex. They said, well, we'll, we'll, we'll you know, we can have sex once or once or twice a week. Bible don't say that. These verses saying daily. The only thing that we are to put the husband and wife. Now I'm not married, so I can't say we. The only thing we're to put before that sexual intimacy. Back in Genesis 2, when God designed marriage between a husband and wife only. If you want to say wife and husband. Go ahead. We know the order of God. Adam and Eve. Husband and wife. It's just like fuck. In the New Testament, husband and wives are male females are equal. Provide. Don't twist that one for any other way. <clears throat> you got ministers that have compromised down the line because of a spirit of Jezebel, that false spirit that has entered churches. That false teacher has will never be able to enter the true church of Jesus Christ. The true church of Jesus Christ is the body of Christ. Just because a a name a building or an organization has the word church in it, don't automatically make it a part of the church of Jesus Christ. There are members of the body of Christ knowing the way God orchestrates everything within that church but more likely if you sit there a while you're going to witness that true body of Jesus Christ is not being fed properly the word of God it's twisted scripture to raise up another one that's probably how Isaiah 3.12 was prophesied out there and we're seeing it now so, ladies, and I believe this message, this warning, is primarily for women, but it's also for the men. You will get tempted if your husband's out. I've witnessed, can't get personal on it, obviously, for confidentiality, but I have witnessed marriages break up because the husband no longer has sex. He's out there working multiple jobs, has to travel all the time, is being tempted yeah, you're filled with the spirit, but Satan is gonna tempt, gonna tempt, gonna tempt, gonna wear you down if you're not coming together on a nightly basis. If you're traveling so much to make so much money to maintain a lifestyle, you're not regularly coming together as husbands and wives. You're gonna stumble somewhere along the line. And James warned us. That when we receive the temptation into our bodies, we commit sin. First before God, then before our spouse. Wives, you cause your husband to keep going out there. Either or, you're going to get tempted. 
witness, like I said, I'm saying myself, well, you're not home all the time. It's just that you're tempted, you're out there all the time. None of us, not one of us, men or women, except by the power of Jesus Christ, can withstand in our own flesh temptation. There are two things for believers. Unbel well, actually, unbelievers have it, but they don't recognize them. There are two things that come with temptation. The temptation itself from Satan and the way of escape. The way of escape is the person in the work of Jesus Christ. Our believers know that way of escape. We know, true believers know Jesus Christ. We're hearing his voice. We're also hearing Satan's little shouts or whispers. We're seeing his temptation. We're seeing that old fine woman out there forgetting we have a mother, we have a wife, and probably have children at home. Wives do the same thing. You can see that big plumber coming into the house. That plumber should not be coming in the house unless your husband's there with you. You shouldn't be going to deal with the car person unless your husband's there with you. I'm not just picking on the wives on this one. You shouldn't be either. Guys, you shouldn't be in a, even in a room alone without your wife. Wives, you should be known by the Spirit of God. Automatically just say to myself, Honey, you need to get home. Turn away from her. She's trying to break away. I'm sorry I got that lifestyle. Sell the house and downgrade. Get a smaller home. If you have to live with a family, if your parents got a big enough house, live there. If you say, we don't need this $200,000 house, if it's causing me not to be in this house. God did not ordain anyone to have a two, dollars $300,000 house if it's going to cause you to be outside the house to maintain that house. Yes, I get passionate when I see Satan tempting ministers in the scriptures. Any pastor does, doesn't, any preacher, any minister, we're all ministers of God. We're all ambassadors of his. We should be getting righteous anger. We should get passionate. We say, she says, Satan, come against twisted scripture, drawing away those that God has come to save. If we're not getting passionate, we're just standing there. Oh, that's a sweet message. You're a minister of Satan. If you don't get passionate, well, let them do whatever they want. I'm going to give them the word, let them do what they want. You are not a minister of Jesus Christ. If you don't get passionate when you're when those that God has caused you to teach are being drawn away. You're not a minister when you say when you have one, you got a hundred members in your churches and one is being drawn away and you don't go after that one, you are not a minister of Jesus Christ. You got one husband or one wife that's being defiled in this way and you're saying to myself well I'll just pray with them and let God yeah we pray for them first but through that prayer you boy are gonna are being sent by God to go to that one repent and if it does areas I need to repent I want to do so today so mainly to the wives but also the husbands husbands if you're out there serving when you see that temptation Get out of there. If that's a co-worker, then quit the job. 
go home to your wife, come together, and then pray. I can't, I can't travel like this no more because it's keeping us away sexually. None of us can take that temptation uh, apart from Jesus Christ. Something needs to be done. It needs to be done now. I don't know what it is. I'm not God. Get alone with God. Get that fast in a prayer. Husbands, wives. God, God showed you your husband. God showed you your wife. Because joining wives don't mean to provide a big house. Stop letting the prosperity lie. Prosperity, American prosperity gospel, tempt you away. So, who's doing this? Who is this message for? Who is depriving their spouse of sex just so you can make more money? I'm sorry for the passion a little bit, but I'm not sorry for the passion. This may be a lesson for me to come up. I don't know. Maybe God does want me to be married because of verses 1 and 2. So... I sure got to figure out that one. So, Father God, let's pray. Father God, I pray, Father God, right now that you will come against the temptations of Satan. Father God, right now, where you rebuke him. You're the only one that can rebuke him. You don't give us no right to rebuke Satan. There's no scriptural right to rebuke him, Father God. I pray right now that you will rebuke the tempter right now, that you will cast him back, that you will remove him, Father God, that you, whatever you have to do, if you have to remove house, the bigger houses and give him a smaller house, if you have to give him another job locally, Father God, so they're home every night, restore marriages in this country and in this world, Father God. Restore marriages, restore husbands, restore husbands and wife that they've been breaking apart, Father God. Let your grace and mercy, let your forgiveness be upon both the wives and the husbands to say to myself, you'll let wives come to the husbands. I'm sorry I caused you to go up, to go out and make $100,000 a year with holding sex. And let the husband do the same to the wives. In Jesus' name, amen. Love y'all.